everyone and welcome back to Prep Talk, the podcast that helps you prepare for your standardized tests. I'm your host Vartika Bhandari and today we are back with Sashwat Singh. We will talk about a subject that is critical for anyone interested in understanding the world we live in, AP Human Geography. As someone who has taught this subject for several years and has helped numerous students to ace their AP exam, Sashwat is here to answer all our questions regarding AP Human Geography. So without further ado, let's drive right in. Hi Sashwat, welcome to the podcast. Hi Vartika, I'm glad to be back here once again. Yes. So let's start with our first question. Sure. So, talking about the difficulty or easiness of the subject, is AP Human Geography easy and what makes it hard? Okay, now this uh, answer about difficulty of the paper is a little bit ambiguous. Why I'll tell you is, uh, first of all, the pass rate of the paper, the number of students passing is around 65%. Okay. But uh, the difficulty of the paper is apparently very easy. So, uh, the number of students who are getting a 5 is just 11 to 12 percent. Okay. But apparently the paper is very easy and it all depends on the number of the students that are appearing. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a large number of students appear for this paper and uh, the main crux of the matter is that if the preparation is well enough, it is a highly scorable subject. Okay. But if you are not, uh, you know, familiar with the basic concept, it becomes a pretty difficult paper to crack. Okay. So you said a lot of students uh, take this paper each year, right? So what makes, you know, AP Human Geography so popular among students? I just want to understand the benefits that the subject has. Okay. So uh, AP, first let's understand what is Human Geography. Human Geography is anything, uh, effect of humans on any environment basically. Mm -hmm. So it has a lot of different components. Uh, it has the political component, it has the urban studies, it has uh, agriculture as its component, it has uh, map reading, basic geographical terminologies. So, students basically use this subject as an introduction subject to the other more you know, specialized AP subjects. So, if a student is able to understand and grasp this particular subject easily, they can easily you know transition to other ap's so that is why ap human geography is very popular among students okay so moving on to our next question what are some of the most important geographical concepts that students should be familiar with uh, while preparing for this exam okay so um how to make you familiar with this because this is a very different so uh, ap human geography of course has geography in it because you are going to have um, geographical terminologies how to read map what are the various maps are there uh, how to interpret data that is given in the map right which country for example there's a data about the population which country has a higher population density which does not which is a lower density so you need to understand how to read data what are different types of map that is there you also need to be familiar with the um, you know, uh, population dynamics, politics of geography as well, how geography is, uh, you know, affecting populations, how affecting uh, it is uh, affecting the polity, how it is, you know, causing wars, how it has helped in wars, or rather, how it has shaped the political history of our world. So, there's a vast area of terminology. This is a subject entirely made up of terminologies, because they don't even have essays. Okay, so there there are 
for your FRQs, there are just three questions, and that is just your database. So the first question is uh, no stimulus. That is basically conceptual. Second, they will give you one single data or one stimulus question, and you have to interpret your answers or derive your answer from that. The last question is two data given. So there is two stimulus, and then you have to derive your answer from there. So there is no concept of an essay over here. Okay. You are not structuring anything. Mm -hmm. you, this is picking up terminologies, interpreting data, and combining them to give an answer okay. right so uh, what i like to call is human geography is a field of study that is made up of entirely terminologies and data interpretation okay so to describe ap human geography do you think it's the right statement if i say that anywhere there is there has been human intervention in terms of geographical areas that consists of you know human geography yes yes exactly exactly okay. So uh, humans have shaped cities. Right. That is in it. Right. Humans have uh, used land as an agricultural resource. Mm -hmm. That is in it. Mm -hmm. Humans have used land as a political resource. That is in it. Right. So um, they have how human population has affected land. Vice versa again. That is in it. So you can expect everything that human. So we call the current era that we are living in is uh, as the Anthropocene era, the era of the humans. Mm -hmm. Right. So that is uh, basically the entire study of human geography. So uh, rightly, as you have said, that wherever humans are present, mostly we are going to study that. But heads up for the student, this is not a deep dive. This is just basic understanding of each and every concept. So there is nothing to be scared of. Okay, cool. I think that helps the confusion in a lot of students clear that out. Okay, so uh, before we move on to the next question, you mentioned a little bit about the structure of the exam. Can you please elaborate that? That how many questions are there in the MCQ part, mm -hmm. and how many questions are there in the FRQ, and what is the total division of time in both these sections? Okay, now coming to your exam, your exam structure is in two sections only. Mm -hmm. There is nothing complex about it. First is your MCQ, sixty section, uh, sixty question. 60 minutes, one hour, finish. That is 50% of the weightage. Pretty easy. One question, one minute, solve it, and you are done. 60% uh, of this MCQ portion is largely going to be your terminologies, uh, you know, events, major events, historical that has affected geography. Then you would have uh, how geography has affected politics, uh, and then you would have uh, the basic, you know, terms which is correct, which is not. Uh, out of the four option, which is the most probable one, so so this is pretty easier for students to do. Now the rest of the forty, there's data interpretation. That is why I said this entire paper is made up of just your uh, terminologies and data interpretation. Now out of forty, you would have um, maps, tables, charts, graph, images, infographics. So an image about rice cultivation might be given. And you would need to infer uh, what type of cultivation is there, what is the land pattern that is going to be used, right? Uh, what is the water requirement is there? What can we do to make this more sustainable? These kinds of questions come up largely. And your uh, second section, second section is your FRQ. And as I have already said, there are just three questions. This is for one hour, fifteen minutes. Largely, pretty much the same. Uh, timing is just 15 minutes extra 
and there you get 50% uh, of the weightage once again. So, 50-50, half the paper is MCQ, half the paper is FRQ. Uh, one stimulus, question number one does not include any stimulus. Question number two includes one stimulus. Question number three includes two stimulus. And that is your paper. All right, all right. So, who should take AP Human Geography? What sort of students might like it more than others? And um, like, like there are certain set of students, you know, they pursue some kind of major and then there are others. So, which major does AP Human Geography help sir? So, as I have said again and again, mm -hmm. AP Human Geography can be considered the gateway drug to AP world. Okay. The AP Humanities mm -hmm. entire. So, you are handling everything from cognitive mapping to industrial and economic development of land to political science, some aspect to agricultural industries to urban planning to map readings, basic geography, you can pick up a lot of different, uh, you know, APs through this. And if you are not uh, going for just AP, you just want to create this subject as a base, any subject uh, that uh, this is related to any humanity subject, even those of uh, business uh, degrees might even consider that because uh, a lot of your industrial and economic development have to take this AP as a consideration. So this is an open gate. Anyone who wants to can. Uh, by the way, uh, our website has uh, something to help you with it. Vertika, can you please explain? Absolutely. So we do have a tool called College Navigator under College Kit. So you'll have to log in into College Kit in order to access College Navigator where you can help uh, find out what APs go with what kind of majors and what majors are offered by different universities. So at certain stages when you are researching for your college, you realize that not all colleges offer all the majors that are available in the US. So in order to do that, to understand what colleges offer what kind of major and what APs go with what kind of major, you can access College Navigator for that. So we move on to our next question. How can students prepare for the multiple choice questions on the exam since we know they uh, are weighted highly, you know, uh, than the FRQ? Yeah. So, uh, there is just one thing that you need to remember is the creation of, uh, I prefer to make cheat sheets. Uh, other people, I have some students that prefer to make mnemonics. Mm -hmm. So, for example, you need to understand a model. A model is just a concept that some theorists have proposed. So you need to understand that model and its components. What my students do is they remember the first letter of each and they somehow jumble up and make a mnemonic out of it. Mm -hmm. A new terminology or word that they use that word to relate with that model. Okay. And they can clear that question very easily. On the other hand, I prefer cheat sheet that I use each and every word that I have come across, write its definition meaning whatever I know about and then sort it by alphabetical order, yeah. right? And then just go through that sheet once a day, practice it and by the end of the paper, I think so you should be ready for the exam. Now, the other part, the data interpretation. Now, the data interpretation part comes with practice that is an applicable skill you need to solve questions for that 
you need to familiarize with what the different kinds of graphs are you need to make sure that you have come across at least five to six different type of maps what that map is trying to present right you need to uh, know how to read da uh, data of charts because charts can also be given pie chart pyramid chart population pyramid every anything would be given so you need to understand this so this can only come with practice by solving question multiple time questions after questions after question i have a worksheet entirely of data interpretation that i give to students while they're studying so they can solve that and you know it is pretty good exercise um so we move on to the next question what are some of the biggest mistakes that students make while preparing for the exam and how can they avoid those mistakes so one of the biggest mistakes that i have seen students make is they try to deep dive they try to understand each and every minute and topic which research paper has just come up what has this done what is a new update everything so if you are chasing for you know deeper understanding a more holistic understanding uh, you are going to miss out on the basic details correct because uh, this is my term this is an amalg amalgamation of all the humanity studies so you cannot deep dive and hope to complete this syllabus in 6 months you will have to have uh, i will not say surface level but i will say grassroots level understanding of things okay so uh, that is one of the major mistakes second is uh, students think that they understand the term and then they move forward so okay i understand what is crop rotation and they move forward they forgot that actual what is the definition of crop crop rotation uh so when in paper the question they presented very tricky mm -hmm. out of the five option they will give three that you can eliminate mm -hmm. and two that is nearly the same with a few words difference and if the student does not you know uh, revise his definitions properly he is going to miss out on that right i had a student she uh, used to say that uh, sir i have understood everything so i was like okay good go ahead so when she used to give the homeworks and uh, class work sheets there it was filled with mistakes so i had uh, to make her understand i sat her down and told her that you need to go question by question word by word and that is only when you are going to answer this properly so that is what i have found that they try to rush through it or they try to deep dive into it you need to have a you know balance mid between these two right okay i think the aspect of deep diving deep into the syllabus is more of uh, an interest calling out to them yes, that yes, okay yes. you need to i need to learn the curiosity right so maybe that is the issue and you need to understand that ap exam is just an initial stage you're going to learn much more when you go into college so yeah so you need to calm yourselves down calm yourselves down a little bit and just uh, take ap exam as an exam that you want to go through before you go go to your college how can students uh, engage with the material outside traditional studying methods like reading te textbooks or taking practice tests okay uh, coming back to your point about uh, that uh, not deep diving and curiosity uh -huh. Uh -huh. uh 
a few students who are actually curious who cross question me uh, with a lot of you know interesting how is this done how does this happen i love to recommend them documentaries so we all i use, uh, usually give them a documentary to watch and we discuss the documentary in the next class 5 10 minutes so that uh, you know we can be uh, more knowledgeable about the subject although that is not going to come in your paper but <laughs> we can still discuss if you want to right. so documentaries is one way then you have uh, everyone has access to youtube youtube provides wonderful video essays video essays for 1 hour half an hour 20 minutes 25 minutes for one particular topic there's a lot of different uh, Uh, actually engineers out there who provide wonderful urban planning uh, videos on different topic various different topics they are very helpful uh, if you want to have a deeper understanding of your industrial and urban planning uh, part of this uh, um, course right so videos essays and documentaries are my favorite then you have audio books as well spotify provides a large variety of audio books that you can you know go through and uh, listen to them while you're jogging running cooking whatever you're doing uh, so these is these are all the things that i recommend students who want to actually deep dive other than that if you finish the syllabus on time <laughs> properly give all tests properly uh, review them you know again properly you should be okay uh, to give the exam okay so i think the shift to you know traditional learning and to modern learning that we have seen during covid and post that has been amazing and i feel like when you have something to refer to in terms of videos the interest kind of sustains more than you know reading a textbook because a lot of text gets boring when it comes to such theoretical subjects like histories okay so i think we have um, discussed a lot of things and i think we have we have covered most of the content that people would like to know about ap human geography so the last question that i would like to ask you is um are there any specific case studies or any examples that students should keep in mind while they are studying for the exam there is no major one case study that you need to remember okay because the syllabus pretty diverse so uh, if a new topic is introduced that topic would have its small case study that a student can use for its example okay, right for reference, for reference um, we teach that as we go through okay, okay. Uh, so for example uh, your cultivation of rice how cultivation of rice change from an uh, water in intensive crop to slowly it's coming down where water uh, requirement is you know going down and down and still the crop yield is increasing uh, the green revolution that happened right green revolution is an important milestone in agricultural human history because that was a point where the world actually got the resources enough to feed the world okay, okay. so uh, references to that um, then you would have uh, the historical um, you know urban planning how Uh, historically urban planning has been done what were the main points initially initially the main points was that the power center of power should be at the center basically right uh, but over the years uh, due to segregation in society um, then class division things changed uh, 
where uh, industrial workshop when industrialization initially happened industrial uh, areas wanted that workers lived near them right now because of workers living near them they did not have enough place to live they had filthy conditions to live in uh, on the other hand um, the rich the wealthy the influence the entrepreneurs lived way further away from all the smoke and the dust and the smog and the polluted water this is not a centralized planning the people who had power lived away and people this is segregation the basic so urban planning also has a few case studies few case studies of a few countries agriculture has a few case studies of countries then you have industrial development how industrialization changed the world that also has a few case studies so case studies are uh, sprinkled throughout the syllabus so you will come across multiple case studies and uh, uh, that is what actually makes so i present case studies as stories mm -hmm. that okay this is the story this is what happened and this is what it resulted in so it makes the you know course a little bit more interesting because uh, the students are now not listening to a course material but rather they are hearing a story right so course um, this the plus point about ap human geography is the presence of the few short case studies that are there okay all right i think this finishes our podcast thank you so much ashwas for joining us on the podcast today thank you abhika for having me here It's a pleasure. I think your insights on the subject were truly enlightening, and I'm sure our listeners will find them invaluable in their exam preparation. For our listeners, if you have any questions or comments about today's podcast, please don't hesitate to reach out to us on our website or our social media handles, which all will be listed down below. And as always, stay tuned for more episodes of Prep Talk, where we bring you the best tips, strategies, and insight to help you succeed in your in your standardized tests. I'll see you in the next one. Bye bye.